and welcome everyone to another episode of Beauty and the Berg. I'm your host, Cindy Stilwell, and we are here at Freefall Theater Company with a kind of semi-frequent guest at this point, Matthew McGee. That's right. And the artistic director, Eric Davis. So it's great to have you guys back on. Thanks. Thank you. It's it's wonderful to see you. I haven't I haven't seen you in a while, Eric. So this is lovely for me. Yes, me too. All right, so we're excited to be talking about the new season, the upcoming season right. for Free Fall Theater. So, first of all, uh, to you, Eric, how would you? What's the kind of the overarching? Is there a theme? Is there, you know, what was the overarching intention of of the season as a whole? Well, if, if there's a title or something on the brochure, it's Gather Round. So you'll notice when you get your brochure that it's got a picture of a fire and um, the message Gather Round. So that's an image oh, we're nice. really holding on to around here right now. Just this idea of, you know, gathering folks around a, a fire to tell a story. And of course, that's the origins of what we do. And we're trying to just get back to basics and get folks to come gather around our fire once again. And to be more kind of a distraction and a, a coming together of good energy and, you know. Yeah, we want to bring people together um, with positive stories and uplifting messages and, um, you know, those folks will see a, a wide range of things on the season, some things more serious than others, but one thing they all share in com common is that they... Um, communicate messages of hope and upliftment and um, some things that I think we really need right now. And, you know, as time moves on and we are in different places as a, a culture, I think what theater is called to do changes. And I think one of the very most important things that theater, well, some of the most important things theater can do right now is get folks out of their home <laughs> and get people to be together again in person and also to remind people of their joy. So that's really our focus right now. Excellent, and what can you add to that, Matthew? Sure, I, I think when, you know, at the height of the pandemic at, at Freefall, there was this big question of what, how do we, what do we present, right, during this time? We, we, we had choices, right? We could have done digital content. We knew we didn't really want to do that. So we started this drive-in, you know, which was really popular. And the whole basic idea of that was just to get people out of their house to come back to the theater as safe as they possibly could at the time. It was so much fun. It was. I'm a child of the 60s. I grew up at the drive-in. At the drive-in, right. And, so. and, you know, the first couple shows we did were pretty packed because people needed this real diversion. So now as we're coming up on the second season after that, right, because we're just finishing our current season, we're still noticing that people want to come to things, but they might be slightly more choosy about things than they used to be. Maybe they don't want to come to every single show. So we want to try to offer them enough variety and enough things that would kind of, I always say that we sort of transport people here. We help them escape. So each show has a little bit of that element. So we're continuing on with that because the idea is to continue to sort of bring people in. We kind of, I always say this, the only agenda here is to make sure people have a really nice night or afternoon out. They have a good drink. They can, they can take their drinks in the theater now. They'll love that. Oh. And, they, you know, they can enjoy a show. And that's, that's important to us. Um, I'm just looking at this painting we have in the office that says, enjoy the show. And that's exactly what we want people to do. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So let's jump into it. Let's talk about sure. what's the first, first show of the new season. Well, we still have Rosen Walsh to do, okay. which is coming up next. 
And so folks will notice that that's on the brochure because we still have to complete that show, but that technically would fall on the on the 21-22 season. Um, and, and that brings up an interesting point that with our new subscription model just being like an ongoing annual thing from when the subscriber purchases their subscription, um, folks will maybe not notice the delineation of seasons in the same way that right. we have in the past where we kind of put out this big season announcement and there's... You know, there's right. this drive to get subscriptions, and those subscriptions are tied specifically to the shows on that season. And then once those shows are wrapped up, all those subscriptions are, you know, basically just are done. And we go back and ask folks, here's our new set of shows. Would you be a subscriber again? And so um, the new model is interesting and convenient for folks in a lot of ways because once you sign up, is you, it like for a year? You, it, they commit to a year, just I like a, like a gym membership or something. Yes. And at that point, folks can cancel any time, um, but they don't need to, right? So if you want to remain a subscriber at Freefall, you never have to do anything else ever right. again if you don't oh, want. You just so remain clever. a subscriber and pay just $29 a month right. for as long as you want. And you can come see whatever you want with that membership. So That's brilliant. Well, I hope that folks in, in, and enjoy it and are able to take advantage of it. And we experimented with this subscription model over our last season and we're able to tweak and fine tune a few things. And I think folks will see a bigger push now this season to get folks signed up for that subscription because really it's the best for us mm -hmm. and it's the best for the for audience. Them. If they come to Freefall really sort of regularly, it makes sense for folks to do that because then they can come as much as they want. Um, remember, we used to talk about the fact, too, everybody says, you know, you talk about how, you know, the way we promote the arts in St. Petersburg, always just talk about museums, because you can go to a museum at any time and experience a new, you know, exhibit. Well, what we've decided at Freefall is there's never going to be a moment, and this is rough on us sometimes, but <laughs> there's never going to be a moment where you say, no, they're between shows there. There will be three unique events every month at Freefall, including the season of shows. There'll be so many different things. So for $29 a month, you can experience as little or as much Freefall as you want to. And it basically, I always tell everyone, there's always something going on at Freefall. That's what I was going to say, because with a year-long subscription, then, you know, if there is some a little break in the, in the summer months, you still have all this other program. There's other things on. happening. Right. Because yeah. we're going to charge folks every month, We I realized very early on, we can't have these months that go by where we're just in rehearsal anymore. Mm -hmm. And so we've made this commitment to our subscribers that they will at least have three unique things to choose from every month. And there's some months that have five or six. So if folks do... If folks did everything, they'd be paying well under $10 oh, sure. for oh, sure. everything oh, they do, gosh. including main stage shows. And if they come once a month, I mean, that's already a great deal because then they're paying, you know, $29 for each ticket if they just come once a month. So it's exactly. a really great deal that's for still folks. still a deal. And we, you know, with the data we've seen of how people interact with their subscription, I think also the theater will be in great position if people... Um, you know, when people have subscriptions and take advantage of them at varying degrees that they'll be able to. But, um, but yeah, that's very exciting. So that said, to yeah. answer your yes, real question. No, that's, that's brilliant. It's a it big, really important is. thing. And it's a neat idea that yeah, it is brilliant. It really is. It, it is. I, I had that's never, I have never, I've, you know, been going to theater a long time, yeah. never quite heard of a model that way. And I yeah. think it makes a tremendous amount of sense. And I love a win-win. 
Yeah, yeah, me too. Right? So we'll see how it goes moving forward, but it's exciting for us and hopefully okay. for the subscribers. And folks that have had one this season have really enjoyed it they and have. made advantage of it. So we're continuing to tweak okay. things. and yeah, yeah, I love it. And while most places so, may have seen a real dip in season tickets, we, the, the one we had was relatively small. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason that is coming up on this new season is that there was something more. It was interesting. The idea of $29 a month, it feels like, dare I even say it, because we don't like to talk too much about streaming services here, but it feels like Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> you know? well, and it can be but, a real bargain. Yeah, but yeah, for people who love theater, that is a that is absolutely a bargain. Right. Yeah. $29 a month, I'm I'm in. That way yeah. I don't even and have to call so part and worry of that about it. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, 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 don't be sorry. Um, part of what's exciting to me about it, too, is I would love people's relationship, uh, the subscriber's relationship to the theater to maybe change a little bit, where it's like, rather than sort of picking and choosing what they want to see, they just think of Freefall as a place they could go, sort of on any night of the week. Yeah. What are we going to do tonight? Well, what's on at Freefall? We have a subscription. We could just go over there, grab a couple drinks, see whatever's on. You know that it's just a place where, and, and to me, that's really about that. One of the big things that we talked about needing to do right now is getting people to come together in that bit of, you know rebuilding of community while we've all been siloed off in our in our little spots for, right. for a couple of years. So, um, yeah. That, that kind of sounds almost more like Universal and Disney than Netflix. Yes, you know? Disney right, Plus, right. yes. I can, yeah. I can go whenever I want. Yes, yes, you, yeah, it's, what is it, uh, annual pass. And of course, folks can also pay for the whole year at a time, and yeah. that can also renew every year automatically. Like we, we have the we have the option too. We call it the OG, the original gangster version is right. the flex pass. The, the flex pass. You know, six flexible missions. Use it any way you want to. So we do have options. Right, I love it. So Rose and Walsh yes, is Rose Neil Walsh. Simon's final play. It is a beautiful masterpiece. It was sort of not as well received by critics as I think it should be. And yeah. when people are reading this piece, going into you know, it's not that well known. It was his last piece. It did have a run in New York, etc. But be. Because that production wasn't as well received by critics, um, it sort of has maybe drifted into the background. Yeah. And um, I'm excited about what we can do with the play at Freefall. And folks will see a cast of, um, of some great recognizable faces. And it's such a irrelevant play right now because it has a lot to do... It, it very much reads as, as an artist's final play. Or maybe as a play that benefits from being written, you know, it's not necessarily a final play, but it's definitely a play written by a wise and seasoned playwright Someone who is near the end of their life. Yeah. And, and sharing and, perspective yes. and what they've learned through their life. I also life. think it's really lovely in the fact that there's an element of it that's very much a romance, a romantic comedy, yes. between, dare I say, the best way to put this, a mature couple. I think people who come to, right, you know, people who come to our theater will see their own relationships in this right. very interesting romance that is presented between Rose and Walsh. So. Well, and because Neil Simon is looking at some of these things he's talking about, like legacy and familial relationships and things, many of the things... Well, he didn't address legacy that much in his other plays, and that's one of the unique things about this play. He's thinking a lot about that, yeah. you can tell, in this play. But, of course, it's Neil Simon, so it's all approached from... The funniest, most positive, most uplifting, most hopeful possible vision of that. So his his view of what what the afterlife might be like, or what sort of might happen um, 
after we die is really magical and fascinating and loving and human. And I'm so excited to see what our audience does with this play and the conversations it can start. Um, and I think the play is talking about a lot of things that people maybe have been thinking about a lot and does it from just the most uplifting, sweet, and magical place. Unabashedly sentimental, is which is totally okay, I think. Because we were saying that sentimentality works the best in theater, yeah. in many ways, you know. So yeah, it's perfect. Absolutely. Show. So what are the dates? Oh, run dates. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I'll, sure. I'll grab it right <laughs> July 29th through August 28th. Yeah, July 29th through August 28th. All right, so yeah. that's coming up soon. Yep. Soon. Wonderful. And uh, oh, you know, it seems like there's kind of a little theme, an homage to Neil Simon, kind of going on. Right? Yep. This summer, so I call it the summer that. of Simon. Summer or, of you know, Simon. spend your summer with Neil Simon. You know, because I tell you what, it's 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 already been a pretty hot summer. I don't I don't really like you know. Even when someone asks me, "Do you want to eat outside?" I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" No, it's you know it's warm, and I think the best place to be during a hot summer is like in the theater watching this great show. It even takes place in on in a beach house on Long Island, where it's just a very different climate than what we have right now. So you get to sort of experience this fun, you know, sort of Hamptons kind of right. getaway at the theater. And so yeah, so as part of our, you know, as we talk more about this as we go along, part of our uh, subscription series, we do have uh, a, movie screenings, movies with Matthew. And so I'm also going to on uh, July 19th, I'm going to do a screening at 7 p.m. of Neil Simon's The Goodbye Girl, My which favorite. I think ties in so well. And I just love Marsha Mason and uh, the wonderful Richard Dreyfuss in that. And uh, How did Quinn Cummings not do anything else after I know, because she's so brilliant in that. I think it probably stopped everything. Maybe. Uh, apparently she's hilarious on Twitter. Oh, okay. Um, uh, which, I, which I'm sure is the case. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. But yeah, sort of a summer of uh, celebrating this sort of wonderful playwright. I mean... Even on New York right now, they've had to basically, they're having to close Plaza Suite because the cast, you know, they're not able to do it anymore. But if they didn't, they could just keep running that thing forever with Matthew Broderick right. and, and Sarah Jessica Sarah Parker. Jessica. So um, she said something very interesting in an interview that, um, that there is an audience for Neil Simon, people who know him so well, people who know him a little bit. And she goes, and dare I even say it, people who've never heard of him before. And she goes, wow, right? But, but that's kind of what we're doing. So yeah, a little bit of a summer with Neil Simon. It should be nice. I think probably uh, like maybe an up and coming new generation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, has, absolutely. Has just never heard of it. Absolutely. And so, and I think they can get a lot out of his work because it, it is. Up. It does hold up. Absolutely. It absolutely the goodbye girl could be done right now. Oh. Oh yes. Oh yes. Absolutely. All right. So, um, July 29th through August 28th. Mm -hmm. What are the show times? Uh, basically, all of our shows at Freefall, keeping it simple. Every matinee is at 2 p.m., and every evening show is at 7 p.m. Okay, yep. so 7 p.m. being a teeny bit earlier, but oh. you know, I like that, because then you can still go out after and... We found that people really respond well to the 7 p.m. Now, you know, so, uh, yeah. And we do shows Wednesday through Sunday. That's right. And we have matinees on Saturdays and Sundays. Mm -hmm. And Beautiful. the schedule's a little odd because of the extra events, because during the run, we have special events. So the main stage show gets preempted once a week during yeah. that schedule for something else. So folks, we, we didn't always there. want to be like, the tandem events are always on Tuesdays. Well, I work on Tuesday nights, so I can't be a subscriber, right? So we wanted to make sure there was a variety of nights. And our staff needs some time off. They need like two days a week off. So we try to keep Monday and Tuesday still as dark days at the theater. Yeah. 
that's not always the case, no. but we but we try to. And so folks can always go to freefalltheater.com and click on calendar and they will see a calendar everything. with every single thing listed. And everything on there is part of the subscription. Yep. So if it's a ticketed event at Freefall, they or... can come. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it, we have live game shows. We have a whole big cabaret series. We have the movie screenings with Matthew. We do... Um, Freefall Sings is a lot of fun. Sings series that's going to be... That's this summer, too? Well, well, all year. Concert reviews with featuring several freefall performers with Michael Raby leading around certain themes. So the first one coming up is called Here Comes the Sun and they're all summer songs. Beatles. Um, with Sarah Del Beto and Sarah Heather Kruger and Calvin oh, Jones and Michael. It's going to be great. It'll be great. So those will be yeah. great. And there's tons of other events coming. We have um, uh, Varla Jean Merman coming. The great drag superstar Varla Jean Merman. Oh like a big name. So that's awesome. Yeah. Jonathan Cho, Jay Elijah Cho, who we, 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 yeah. we all know here. Well, Jonathan's Mr. Uni Yoshi, which has been a big hit, is going to come to Freefall as part of the team. Oh, I'm so He's excited to see him again. September. Yeah. And That's then Larry Alexander and others. So many great, great people wow. um, coming That's back exciting. to do these, you know, uh, one week runs yeah. or one night runs. And so it is a great way to keep a lot of artists working, too. <laughs> so the best way for everyone listening to make sure that you're part of either the annual subscription or... Uh, get to see the calendar of all the different events that go on here because there are numerous. Mm -hmm. uh, just go to freefalltheater.org. Yeah, dot com. com. Dot com. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. That's okay. Freefalltheater.com, yeah. and that's theater with an R-E. Very yes. much so. And they can actually you, spell it either way. The other way. Yeah, you've yeah. got them both covered, don't you? Yeah. That's right. Um, and you want to hear some more of them? We have yes, all the seats. I want to hear more. All right, well, what so do we got coming up that, in the fall? We have um, a play called All Things Equal The Life and Trials of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh, my And gosh. that is a brand new play by Tony winner Rupert, Rupert Holmes. Holmes. He won the Tony for both the book and the score for um, Mystery of Edwin Drood. And that show was very highly nominated, and I believe won other awards yeah. as well, but those were his two personal Tonys that yeah. year. Oh but And we will be the first stop on that show's life. So Before they go we're to the world premiere at Freefall of this new play about Ruth Bader Ginsburg by Tony winner Rupert Holmes. So that's coming to us for a limited engagement of three weeks during October. So folks should get their tickets for that now because Quickly. we'll have just three oh limited weeks gosh. of shows. It's already selling. And it's already selling well. Oh, um, that's incredible. So it's also kind of an odd schedule because it'll open on a Wednesday because they're, you know, it's a, a show from out of town. So That is quite the coup. That will be quite a coup and it will be pretty exciting. We're very excited about that. October 5th through October 23rd. Yes. Well, even more reason to get your season subscription Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because then you're in. Yep. <laughs> Okay, um, so and folks Christmas. Say, I saw it there when when they start hearing about exactly. the show, when it um, goes to Broadway, which happens all the time. Believe so, me, that's exciting. Yes. We have, up next, mm -hmm. um, we're bringing back the night before. We're bringing back the night for the holiday. I saw that. I'm yeah. so excited. I can't tell you how much I enjoyed that. It's fun, you know. When it, it was, you know, when that first when that show first hit, when we first opened it, it was weird. People were sort of relaxing a little bit and going out again, and then towards the end of the run, things got a little weird again. But um, so there were some people who didn't come. And so we think that uh, it's good to bring it back because there was a lot of people, even though it sold out a lot of shows, there's still a lot of people who didn't get to see it. And uh, it's just fun. It's just Michael Raby and I just wrote a silly 
holiday special. It's fabulous. Yeah. And it's camp, and I love that. I, I do love very campy, but it's also really heartwarming. That's and what's I just one, love yeah. the show. Oh, Absolutely. It, and, and no one else it's going to be updated. And, and no one else is doing it. That's right. That's right. only see it here. Trevor. That's right. You can, yeah. <laughs> and we've updated. We're going to update it a little bit for 2022 because it really leads itself right. to that. And and, uh, and Sarah Dobito is back as Phyllis Shatz, oh, which God. a lot of people asked about. God so. bless her. And a lot of folks came to see the show multiple times in the first yeah. run, so we definitely thought it was something that we could bring back, and especially with some changes and a few different songs. Folks yeah. who saw it last year will have a great time seeing it again. Wow. It's a wonderful it, evening of holiday entertainment. That's yeah. incredible. It's fun. I love it. After okay. that. Date, dates for... Dates oh, yeah. This, oh, November 25th through December 24th, right up so, to Christmas Eve. So right after Thanksgiving to right up to Christmas. That's right. Exactly. That's a beautiful way to spend the holiday. It's going to be, a, oh, it is. It is a very sweet show. Yeah. And okay. then after that, we're doing another collaboration. Yes, absolutely. Right after the New Year. So I think it opens the 27th it of does. January and closes the 26th. You of got February. it. Um, is the Ebony Repertory Company production of... Blues in the Night. Beautiful. So this is the continuation of our collaboration with Ebony Repertory Theater from Los Angeles, artistic director Ren T. Brown. The best. And their production of um, Lady Day at Emerson's Bar and Grill was the beginning of that collaboration that audiences enjoyed during this current season. Um, <laughs> and we're excited to continue that collaboration and bring their beautiful production of Blues in the Night. Um, it's sort of a reviewzical of uh, famous blues songs. Um, that songs tells like... Yeah, go ahead. Well, it tells the story. It takes place in a sort of rundown hotel in Chicago, and it follows sort of the love lives and romances of three women. Um, yeah, and it's just, it's really a, a beautiful, you know, like a, like a beautiful piece of jewelry would have this beautiful setting for this lovely stone, right? This is like this beautiful theatrical setting for all of these wonderful blues songs. Songs by Bessie Smith, Duke Ellington, Johnny Mercer... Alberta Hunter, Harold Arlen, Jimmy Cox, Ida Cox, and many, many more. Incredible. Yeah, a lot of good stuff. I was just in Savannah, so I learned a lot more about Johnny Mercer. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Fascinating. <laughs> yeah, Blues of the Night is really lovely. That's a great one to, to yeah, have. Be a, and it's just such a, you know, it's such a different piece than the other things we're doing in the season. And really, I mean, I think that's sort of a hallmark of free fall is the eclecticism of the seasons. But this season is a great example of that. Everything I've listed so far is... Very different, different from, from each other, other, and the yeah. next two things we'll talk about are even wow. different from yeah, those. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, but but so good. Oh yeah, yeah so absolutely, good. So fun. absolutely. And in the spring, we have sort of well, tell them about it. It's it's a romp, it and is it's a, romp. a mystery. It is Baskerville. Yes, which is Ken Ludwig's ad- yep. adaptation of, of, Hounds, uh, yeah. of Hounds of the Hound of the Baskervilles, right, yeah. which is a great Sherlock Holmes mystery. So it's. A fun theatrical, a fun comical theatrical adaptation of this great Sherlock Holmes mystery. Um, six actors of, play all the characters. Right, so only six actors running around and slamming doors and just that Sherlock Holmes vibe. Yeah. Um, for contemporary audiences, and it's a you know it's a very traditional, relatively traditional telling of that story. Yeah. It doesn't transport it into any new time period or anything like that. But, um, but yeah, that sort of inimitable comic style of Ken Ludwig telling this great Sherlock Holmes mystery. Yeah. And folks might see a couple of recognizable faces they playing Holmes and um, Watson. Yeah, That's, yeah. We'll leave it at that. Will we now. leave it at that? Yeah. Yeah. People will enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs>
Incredible. Yeah. I don't um, think it, it, well, yeah. What's that ever, one? That one's March 24th to April 23rd. That's the spring, yeah. March spring. 24th or April 23rd. Baskerville. Yes, yeah. Baskerville. And in the summer, this show was supposed to happen in our 1920 season, but we all know what happened then. Yeah, because I remember it. Yes, but this is a show that uh, Eric Davis and Michael Raby have been working on for a long time. And uh, tell them a little bit more about it. It's a new musical that we were to open at the end of our 1920 season and now we will finally present it as the closing of our 2023 season so well it's had a chance to ruminate better late than never (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah and and, um, that is a a musical with original music by Michael Raby that is just so beautiful Um, it really feels like to me it's kind of like it has like a greatest showman feel Yes, it's he got does, contemporary uh, musical yeah. theater vibe. Yeah. With, but with those traditional sort of What's callbacks to... that Michael's so fantastic. And that's what I like, too, about the idea about it being about L. Frank Baum. It has that feel to it. Yes. And all about the characters and the stories he created in the world of Oz, the magical right. So the piece really focuses on the relationship of L. Frank Baum to his most famous creation, the Land of Oz, and sort of... His complicated relationship to that, too. You know, it was really the thing that made many of his dreams come true, but it was not necessarily how he imagined those dreams coming true. Mm. And so I I think that's something that so many people can relate to. Yes. Just what you thought your life would be compared to what it is. And whether you can see past that to truly appreciate how magical your life really is and so uh, the play has a lot to do with his relationship to that work and his sort of um yeah again his complicated relationship with that and ultimately he adored that creation and and you see so much of what he had to give to the world inside of that creation he was also a complicated figure with lots of things um lots of really um yeah, I mean, he's uh, like any figure. I some think. controversial ideas yeah, and things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, I've, I've watched several uh, documentaries yeah. about him. He's so a very interesting just, man. Just what you're talking about. When you do a production like that, where it's original material, but that comes from source material that's, you know, already somewhere exists. else. Yeah. Are, is there any licensing that has well, to be Well, The Wizard of Oz it? and all of his work at this point is in the public domain. If you can believe so that. Okay. no concern wow. about that. Right. So, um... Okay. So yeah, I mean, and this this will this is sort of like auto or it's sort of biographical to an it's not autobiographical. I'm not for El <laughs> yeah. reincarnation. Maybe but, you are. No, <laughs> um, it um, <laughs> it's got some biographical content, yes. But again, it is more about his relationship to this magical land. So audiences can expect to sort of see. Um, see elements of that magical land in the wow, piece yeah. right so it, it will it it, it it should be really fun and exciting and we're um just thrilled to finally be able to do it so and that's going to be the final show of that's the final show of the season june 2nd through july 9th oz a new musical but you know it's interesting it it is the final i guess it is ultimately the final show but the shows will just keep on going with the way our prescription, our subscription works. Exactly. So, so there'll yeah. be show things and yeah. cabarets and movies and yeah. talkbacks and all kinds of uh, great things done throughout. It's a lot. All the months. You know, when we came off 
having nothing really happening here to going into this <laughs> with all this extra stuff. At yeah. first it was daunting, but we really, the audiences really enjoy it. The patrons like it. And um, and and it's it's very. I mean, I, this is no not a surprise to anybody, but Michael Raby's musical offerings throughout the season are right. very popular, wow, and he course. just continues to be sort of a well of that sort of stuff, you know. So he's done a great job. You know, there's a there's honestly, and I'm not, you know, trying to be overly solicitous. There's a level of brilliance that exists here that um, is unique, and. Um, we're lucky I, to have I really appreciate it. I mean, at, from every from every direction, the the creative, the uh, the performing, mm-hmm. and the supporting of the sure. uh, you know of all the programming, the, mu- the music. I mean, it's just the the stage talent is just always incredible. I I have never not liked a show that I've seen at Freefall. Honestly, that is the honest truth. Yeah, thank you very much. And uh, it's we're just so lucky mm-hmm. as a community to have to, be here. to have great professional theater here. Oh, absolutely! St. Petersburg is really special in that way. Absolutely. Yes. So, anything else that we want to cover? I think uh, we did like thirty minutes. Yeah, we're yeah, exhausted. We did. We're exactly. At 30 minutes. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about these six main stage shows, and that still, of course, is the crown jewel of what we do at Freefall. But we've bit, but now with the subscription and the tandem series and everything, that's really just the tip of the iceberg. So folks should really keep their eyes peeled on the website, and if they don't get our emails, they should sign up they for them and up. check them out because we keep everybody up to date on what's happening and what's on offer. And it, especially if they're subscribers, they you know if they keep up to date, we're always adding things, and there'll always be something to do at Freefall. That's right. Free, freefalltheater dot com. That's right. E R or R E. You can do either one. <laughs> I love it. Well, I can't thank you both enough. Thank you. Thank you for coming to visit again for a while, or me coming to visit you. We love it. I I love the whole idea of this new season, and um, and even though I you know I am a journalist and I get to come. You're to always yes, of course. I'm subscribing. Oh, I love I, it. I swear, oh, I'm awesome. subscribing to the season. I, you, I'm telling you. you right now. In fact, I'm gonna sign up. <laughs> before I leave um, because I think it's wonderful and it would be lovely to just pick a night and say oh, I think I'll go to this Yeah, and I think that kind of variety and that kind of freedom of choice um, will be appealing to a lot of theater goers or wannabe theater goers mm-hmm. in this community that um, you know prior to this might not have been able to afford a sing- even sure. a single show so this makes it affordable across the board. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Well done. Thank well you. Done. Thank you. Uh, I want to thank my guests, Eric Davis and Matthew McGee from Freefall Theater for being with me today on Beauty and the Bird, talking about the incredible new season at Freefall Theater, uh, the, the upcoming show. Make sure that you go and see Rose and Walsh, because that is coming up, opening on July 29th. And uh, just checking out the website for all the other fantastic programming that they've got going on uh, to make that subscription more than well worth your while. So, uh, for my guests, I'm Cindy Stovall. You've been listening to Beauty and the Bird. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>